and welcome to another edition of the Coast to Coast podcast. I am your co-host, Beyond716. And along here with Whittle2K, we are here for episode 7 called The Road to 53. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, we thank you, as always, for listening to us. And, and if you like and subscribe to our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. More great content to follow. So, Whittle, how are you today? I'm great, man. I'm great. Uh, you know, less than a week. What is less than two weeks away? I mean, a few days before we are Monday night. Twelve yeah. day, twelve days away from Monday night football. Can you believe it, Jim it's Kelly? Just, it felt so long. Yeah, Jim Kelly day. Jim, we're Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly days away. away exactly. In honor of. In honor of. Right. All right. Over seventeen today. We're going over seventeen. Yeah, we're rolling okay, with right. seventeen. Absolutely. Okay, so, uh, so how? So uh, just to kind of set set things up here, uh, we you want to start with uh, the big news in terms of the PUP list, Devon Miller. Um, if you want to start with some thoughts on that, and then we'll get into the cut days, you know, cut down, and everything else from there. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, we know what Von Miller was brought for, right? We 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 went out and got Von Miller because we needed a closer. And you don't bring your closer closer in the first inning. You bring your closer in at the end of the game when you want to win. So Vaughn was brought here not for September and October. Uh Vaughn was brought in for um for January and 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 eventually February, man. Uh, that's the goal. That's the that's what the, that's what the goal for this team is. It's it's to be playing in February. Uh so that's the purpose of Vaughn bringing Vaughn in. Um there were a ton of guys that we brought in in the offseason. Uh, you know, Leonard Floyd, you know, AJ Epinesa had a great year last year. Um, and uh, we'll get into some of the other roster moves that I think, uh, I think, uh, round out this this defensive end unit. But uh, we should, we should be able to get sufficient pressure on the quarterback this year without Von Miller. Uh, we're bringing back Gregory Rousseau, aka Group, six foot seven, 275 pounds out of Miami, soft spoken. But he carries a big stick, can switch inside and outside, defensive tackle, defensive end, however you want it. Interception on uh Patrick Mahomes. Let's talk about it. Like Groot is the only pass rusher on the Buffalo Bills whose uh pressure rate increased after Von Miller got hurt last year. So um I love it. I can't wait to see these guys get, you know, get 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 on the field and 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 and, and get it popping again. But you know, Vaughn is such a huge competitor, man. I know being on the pup and having to miss the first four games of the season is going to eat him alive. But, you know, we, we we got him here for a reason, man. We got him here for a reason. We brought him in to, to be our closer. So we got a couple of comments. All right, we got Tommy. What's up, Tommy? What's up, Donna? Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Uh, cut down day. Uh, you know, the road to 53, man, that's what this episode is about. Um, number one, you know, we already talked about Von Miller. We talked about some of the guys that, um, you know, we're going to make the team, uh, you know, and, and that are, that are, that are going to help us out this year. We, we, we know about, we know about these guys and we know about them. Um, but on cut down day, there were some surprise cuts. Uh, finally, finally, the Buffalo Bills have embraced the youth movement. Um, I would love to start off talking about somebody else. But I want to give some credit to Ryan Van Demark and to Alec Anderson. Those guys came into the season as undrafted. They were undrafted guys. They came in this year and they won. Like they won their they won their spots on this roster. I appreciate that. Uh, Kingsley Jonathan is another guy. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but. That's another guy. I, I was surprised to see those guys make the roster, but they've embraced the youth movement, uh, and I'm here for it, man. It's time. You know, when you're paying your quarterback uh, $1,100 billion, which is what Josh is, at, Josh is making right now. That's why he's flying <laughs> private jets back and forth to New York City with see his boo. Um, you know, you got you to gotta <laughs> cut costs in other areas, man. And one of the places you cut costs in is is with some of those some of those rocks, some of those uh, – Reserve guys, some of those guys that are going to come in and give you snaps for on on a on a game to game basis. Um, 
you want you want those guys to be young. You want them to be on cost control contracts. And you know, you're looking for gems, man. You're looking for diamonds in the rough. And I liked Brian Vandermark. Uh, I, he's a he's a tackle out of UConn. I was surprised when he didn't get drafted. Um, if I had more time before I, I was getting a haircut, guys. My, my barber's out in Patterson got me fresh. But if I had more time, I would have pulled up the rash scores and some of the draft uh, notes that I had on these guys. But Ryan Van Demark, I love I loved him when he was coming out, man. Uh, ideal length as a uh, as a tackle, you know, great 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 feet, great movement. The guy the guy's a solid solid prospect. I was very surprised that he didn't get drafted. Alec Anderson, I liked him, but I wasn't I wasn't totally sure. What's up, T? Um, what's up, Pat? what's up, Pat? What's going on, everybody? Um, I wasn't totally sure how Alec was going to translate, um, but he's got versatility, plays all over the place, and he's got that one thing that you can't teach, which is that nasty streak, right? So mm-hmm. when you have like offensive linemen, they don't get a lot of opportunities to go after people, but when they get the opportunity, you want a guy that's going to do it. Alec Anderson is that guy. I watched him against the Bears. He was constantly against the Steelers as well. He was constantly looking to find somebody to put in the turf. Like after he's finished with his initial block, he's looking for somebody else to uh, obliterate. I, I love it. Yep. I love it because that's something you can't teach, you can't coach, right? You you have it. Uh, we said goodbye to a couple of um, veterans, right? David Questenberry. See you. He he wasn't good for us, man. Um, I I would I wouldn't be surprised to see him get picked up someplace else. Uh, I think actually I think he already did Minnesota. Yeah, I believe Minnesota the Vikings picked have picked him up. Mm-hmm. Minnesota picked him up, right? Um, so and then we, and, and AJ Klein was the other guy. I I thought AJ Klein would make the team. Uh, I think I thought he was going to make the fifty three, but uh, he's a guy, you know. I was listening to some other uh, pods and things earlier today. Um, I listened to Joe Marino, listen to the guys to cover one. You listen to Buffalo Fanatics. They were talking about AJ Klein. AJ Klein is one of those guys that you're not worried about losing him to to the practice squad. Nobody's beating the door down to see, you know, um, to, to nobody's beating down his door to, to bring him in. Um, and then there were some other cuts that, Kind of surprised me as well. How did you feel about Darrington, uh, Darrington Evans? I, I thought he was going to make the fifty-three, but I, 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 I thought he had a shot too. I agree. I, I do agree with you on that. Yeah, there was special teams value there. Um, I'm just a little surprised. I'm, I was surprised he didn't make the. I was a little, a little surprised that he didn't make the team because I thought that he could add value uh, as a special mm-hmm. teams guy. Um, agree. Then we then there was some roster gymnastics. They brought in, uh, I mean, they cut uh, Andy Isabella. They cut Reed Ferguson. They cut uh, some of the other young guys that we like. Richard Garage. Um, he was a undrafted free agent uh, that we picked up. What's up, Jeremy? Well, hey, we, Jeremy. We picked him up out of Florida. Another Florida kid. Like I, I feel like we just scout the SEC, and that's it. Because like all of our kids are coming from there. But um, we picked him up. Uh, as an undrafted rookie, he played well in the preseason, and uh, they cut him, but they're bringing him back to the practice squad. Uh, seventh round pick, uh, seventh round pick, Alex Austin, he was cut, and um, sixth round pick, Nick Broker, out of Ole Miss, I want to say, I'm, mm-hmm. I believe so. Top of my head, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys were those guys were cut as well, and they got picked up by uh, Houston. So. They're finishing. They're gonna continue their career out there in Houston. Best of luck to those gentlemen. Um, I like the Nick Broker pick when we picked him up. Uh, he's somebody that myself and Google took a good hard look at um, during the uh, the draft situation. Um, yes, T. Yes, T. Uh, T. T. Popped in with a question. Do do you, do you think AJ will be back? Absolutely. AJ's gonna come back. He's gonna be in the practice squad and. Um, yeah, like he'll he'll be back on a practice squad. And speaking, oh, and uh, the other roster gymnastics we got, Andy Isabella was cut. I was surprised, right? Andy Isabella was Agreed. cut. We kept Justin Shorter. Um, I I I was out on Shorter when we drafted him. 
because I looked at him and it, and I really didn't see a lot when he was at Florida. So I was kind of out on him. He just seemed like a big kid that kind of, you know, had ideal size and, and all of that. Yeah. But I, I really didn't see the football reason to keep him. But we we, we ended up keeping him. And, and the, the plan, I believe, is he went on the IR and uh, they, they're going to bring Andy Isabella to the practice squad. And then eventually, I believe, he'll be on the 53. A um, couple of the young guys, Terrell Shavers, we brought back to the practice squad. Darrington Evans is on the practice squad. Um, you know, and 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 uh, Zane Anderson got got snatched up. He's a backup safety, but but we we're probably going to bring Dean Marlowe back to the practice squad and uh, Jared Maiden, the other kid, the the other safety. So we'll probably bring those guys back as well. Um, and it's cool. Like I, I'm. Totally, I'm totally okay with with how things are moving. Uh, how did you feel about the cuts and the cuts and, and the, you know what we had? Well, you know what you mentioned something about the youth movement, right? And you know we've we've been a franchise that's had our eyes on Kansas City, right? And we saw right. what Kansas City did last year, right? Where they they traded Tyreek Hill, right? Now I know we lost Tremaine Evans a free agency, but they I, I think it sounds a little bit of alarm off for Kansas City to say, listen, we need to get a little bit younger. We need to get a little bit I, I don't like to say cheap labor, but cheaper assets, right? Yeah, and I think that's what Bean and McDermott have come to understand, especially looking at our cap in 2024 and, and beyond. We we know Brandon Bean's talked about sustainability, right? Longevity, playing, you know, sustaining success. So this is a perfect year to do it, Little I isn't this what this, this season's all about? Guys like Kingsley Jonathan. I mean, what a great story for this kid, right? I mean, you know, to, to make that 53, a kid out of Syracuse. I mean, Alec Anderson from UCLA, right? Right from right here in Fontana. Just, yeah. I, I mean, those are the kind of stories that I, I love this time of year. Is Yes, there are a lot of, you know, you love to see some of the players stick, but at least the practice squad now is 16. So I feel like at least they still have jobs in the league and they're still one step away. From the big time, right? Unfortunately, if an injury happens, they could be here. So, I, yeah, I, I, as far as the price cuts, I wasn't overly blown away by a lot of the cuts. I mean, maybe Richard Garage is a guy that I thought maybe would have made the 53. But when you talk more about what Van Denmark brings, right, and and what um, Alec Anderson brings, it doesn't really surprise me that he didn't make the 53. But isn't it amazing how our, our offensive tackle depth looks so much better now than it did a few weeks ago? Well, I mean, that's one of the first things that pops to me, even though it's not, I mean, we don't know how good it could be, but it just feels better to me than it did a couple weeks ago. Well, well, we did pick up, we did. Well, one of the reasons why a guy like Garage did not make the team is because we made some moves, man. We made some moves. Uh, one of those moves was uh, right tackle Jermaine Ifedi, I F E D I, uh, played, uh, he played tackle for the uh. Uh, he played tackle for the Seattle Seahawks, and um, from 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 what I from what I've, I've gathered from listening to you know other people and 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 kind of seeing some things on on uh, seeing some seeing some things brought up about by his skill set. Um, he's a solid pass blocker, man. I'm 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 trying to pull up. There we go. We'll pull up his stuff right now. Uh, I'll give you give me about two seconds. Sure. Again, like yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm, Oh, they don't have it in there yet. All right, that's fine. Let me pull up uh, something. See if he's on. They still have him in Seattle. Oh man, they don't don't have him here either. Jesus. Well, anyway, um, yeah, we picked up George Ifedi, man, and we picked up a linebacker. So. Two of the things that have been bothering me since uh, Tremaine Edmonds went to Chicago was the middle linebacker spot and the uh, right tackle position. Was not a fan of Spencer Brown last year. Uh, Was not a fan of Spencer Brown being handed the job this year. Uh, Was not a fan of Terrell Bernard last year. Was not a fan of Tyrell Dodson last year or this year. And when we drafted Doria Williams, he was like 
fourth on my list for for linebackers. Um, maybe fifth if you if you want to count the kid. Um, uh, if you want, if you want to count the kid uh, Henley from Washington State, but my middle linebacker rankings for for the draft were were simple. It was, it was my boy out of uh, out of out of um, out of uh, now now I can't now I can't think. Jesus, <laughs> happens to me all uh, the time. Will <laughs> who's uh, Jack Campbell from Yep Iowa? Uh, uh, I, Jack, I Jack Campbell from Iowa. All right, yeah, Iowa, my bad, my bad. Correct. Jack Campbell from Iowa. That was my guy. I was beating the table from when when they had Jack Campbell, when they had Jack Campbell slated to go second or third round. I'm beating the table in like March. Like yo, twenty nine. We need to take Jack Campbell. I don't know if he's gonna make it to fifty nine, but I mean, or twenty six or wherever we had to, wherever our draft pick was. I'm like yo, we let Tremaine walk. We need to go out and get this guy. Right, he goes. What did he go? Sixteen to the to the uh, Detroit Lions. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, like sixteen to the Lions. I, I was, I don't know. I, I was, I was pissed off about that. Uh, T's got a question. We'll get back to we'll get back to my statements in a minute. Okay, let mm-hmm. me ask you guys. How do you feel about the t- this team not drafting a player between Brown? Um. Yeah, like it, it bothered me. Like we we're handing the uh, the raids over to the right side of Josh, which is very important because that's where Josh got hurt. Like that's where he, you know, the, the injury came. Bryce Huff came off that right side and 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 tore and tore his arm, tore, tore his elbow up. So handing it handing it back to him without like going out and you know looking for upgrades and things like that. I, I kind of didn't like it, man. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't. It didn't give me a warm and fuzzy about what we were doing. Like, do y'all really care about Josh or don't y'all care about him? Spencer Brown has looked better. I got to be honest. Spencer Brown has looked better. T. If you go back and watch the games on every on every rep outside of speed rushes, Spencer Brown looks solid. He he looks good in running. He looks good in run run again in the run game. I I, I mean I think he's going to be fine. But they went out and got a guy. J- Jermaine Ifedi is, is is quality depth. Uh, he can come in and start, so we'll be fine. But um, the big one, that the big addition was Christian Kirksey, man. Like everybody is like, before Christian Kirksey even got released, when it was just rumors that he was he might not make the team, or Houston was looking to move on. Christian Kirksey's name kept flying around. As soon as he hit the market, Buffalo puts the. Uh, Put, puts the uh the waiver thing in for, uh, what it didn't even need to like he was a he's a vested free agent so he's a vested veteran so uh when he became available being did what being did what being does you know we had the the bean after dark spaces shout out to Tommy and and Pat and, and the rest of those guys that put the put that together in the offseason um yeah we went out and we got that guy man we got him what's up Nordica? we hey, went Nordica. out and got the guy that we wanted uh the kid let me pull up his uh pull up his numbers man because I, I was when I saw his stat line, I was just like, yeah, this is definitely the kind type of cat we need on the team. So let's see. Last year, last season, he played 17 games for the um for the Texans. He played 17 games for the Texans last year. He had 124 total tackles, five mm-hmm. pass defense, five five pass def- uh, de- deflections. One fumble recovery, three sacks, seven QB hits, seven tackles for loss, seven tackles for losses. I like it. Uh, he's built for tough, six foot two, 235 pounds. You know, I mean, that's that's more size than what we have, than what we have now. Um, but it's not, it's not Tremaine Edmonds. You're not going to find another six, five, 250 pound guy. To, He's a unicorn. Yeah, Edmonds was a unicorn yeah. in, that, in that respect, for sure. Yeah, so so the so the biggest question marks we had, right? I don't want to keep belaboring this point, but the biggest question marks we had coming into the season was middle linebacker, right tackle. We don't need a top ten offensive line. We just need a little bit. Give me give me mid, right? I Fetty and, and Christian Kirk Kirksey. I think those guys are they're veterans. They'll come in. They'll fill up. They'll fill the uh, the gap nicely. Um, 
what about you, uh, Beyond? We we made some additions. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Andy Isabella. You know what I mean? How do you feel about these guys that we just brought in? I, I think when you really look at everything that the Bills have done really since the beginning of, of the offseason, right? Considering the the lack of funds that the Bills you know, and cap space that they had to work with, I think Bean's done a really good job of trying to fill the trenches, especially guys, you know, we talked about Puna Ford, right? We, we talked about Leonard Floyd, right? And the additions on the offensive line, while they're not the sexiest moves in the world, but I, I mean, I love the, the, the Torrance pick in the draft. That was one of my favorite picks. I think when, within the constraints of what Bean had to work with, I think he did an excellent job really across the board. I can't think of a spot really except for backup quarterback right now where he hasn't at least tried to address, you know, in, in certain in certain situations at this point. Of course, special teams because we're set there, right? So, right. from from that point of view, I'm I'm very pleased with where the Bills are. I feel like they're a little bit more prepared for the rigors of playoff football. You know, against teams like Cincinnati, right? You know, team, Cincinnati showed us last year that. Now we know where our headspace was that game, but I think they exploited a little bit, maybe a few flaws that we had in our roster. And I think Bean has gone out and really addressed that this offseason to at least prep us better. And again, maybe it won't show in the standings as much as we want to think this year. I mean, maybe we end up 12 and five, but you know what little, we may be a lot more prepared going into the postseason and stronger because the AFC in general is very, very strong. So I think from that point of view, I'm pretty pleased. Um, you mentioned Isabella. I mean, he's still an interesting piece. I mean, there's a lot going on right now with some players on IR, et cetera. So we'll see where he fits in going forward. He brings an interesting skill set that we've talked about a lot without Cole Beasley, right? So I think the Bills are going to try to reinvent that Beasley wheel from a few different pieces. So I'm really hoping that we can pull that off this year. All right. One one thing I do love about uh, Isabella is he, he has one of those traits that you can't teach, man. You can't teach a guy how to run faster. Like, not 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 fast like that. This this is this is a four three guy. Like he he has legit game breaking speed. Um, he's he's functioned in the uh, in in the return game before. So between him, Hardy Evans is on the practice squad. I mean, we've got guys that, and you know, we we've got enough guys to to go back there and take care of uh take care of that 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 problem. Um. Speaking of other moves that not ne- that don't necessarily don't, don't necessarily affect us directly, the face of the franchise was cut today. Isaiah yep. McKenzie was cut yep. by the Indianapolis Colts today. I, I it's surprising they're they're running right they're running right now with three wide receivers on their roster. I'm sure they're going <laughs> to make a ton of moves. I got to look into what they're doing, but. Um, yeah, man, that that you know, it's it's crazy, bro. Like the amount know. of players that just got cut in the last few days is it's unbelievable, right? And you right. know, again, we're talking about you know the lot. You're so close to making the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it a very very hard thing to do, even just to play one game. Yet alone, for some play two hundred, some are Hall of Famers, some have productive careers, and you just see there's so many players like like a Keyshawn Johnson who we cut, yep. right? Who, who was yep. another guy that looked pretty solid that I, again, maybe on another team, he makes it, you know, or maybe he, but in, in our case, it, it's just, you know, it's not going to happen. We just got too much depth at, at the wide receiver position, but it just really yeah. goes to show you just, just how difficult it is to be a pro. Hey, what's going on DH? Uh, yes. They, I believe they brought Keyshawn Johnson back onto the practice squad. I, I'm, don't oh, they did. on okay. it. Don't quote me on it. I, I again, like I, I said, I, I did not get the chance to look, really look into um, all the moves. But let me let me see if I still have this page up. Bills. I do have a list of some practice squad players that we have. Now I don't oh. know how recent this is because you know how Twitter. It's five hours ago from the Bills. I don't see Johnson on there. I see Ty Johnson on there, but I do not see Keyshawn uh, Johnson yep. on there. No, nope. He just got cut, man. Thanks, mm-hmm. Greg Mance. Greg, when they brought Greg Mance back, they brought Eli Anku back. Joe Wilson, they mm-hmm. brought him back. Um, Jamarcus Ingram is brought back. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was surprised when they cut. I was surprised when they cut uh, Ike Bakker. I, I got it. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I, 
We gotta, we gotta, we gotta take a second. Hold on, we gotta take a second. Because he was big, he was big in the locker room too, supposedly. Do you see? Well. Do, you, do you see what's on the screen, Beyond? Is, is oh, he lost? we got a little. <laughs> what's uh, up, Showtime? Uh, yeah, this is my this is my guy, Showtime. What's up, man? Uh, fins up, no fins down, down, man. The fit, the thing with the fans, man, and we're gonna get into the fans a little later, man. Y'all keep getting left at the all to this offseason. Man, we're gonna talk about it though in a few for sure. But I appreciate you pulling up, my brother. Um Thank you. Thank you. one one move we one move we definitely uh did not plan did not talk about that that I, I'm upset with myself because this is one of my this is one of my guys, man. Boogie Basham has has been traded to the uh the New York Giants, aka Buffalo Bills Southeast, um, <laughs> for a pick swap, man. Like we traded, what's up, Ricky? And we traded, um, so we traded Boogie Basham and a seventh round pick to the Giants and got a sixth round back, uh, for 2025. I, I'm not happy about it. Uh, I, I think the cost control contract of the rookie deal for um the second round, the second round pick. I think we should have kept him. I would have been more in favor of trading AJ Epinesa, who, in my opinion, would get you way more back. And I don't know if we re-sign him. Uh, if he has another six and a half or more sack season, he may price himself out of what we're looking to do. Uh, Randy, let's talk about this. We're going to get into this right after we finish talking about Boogie, man. Yep. Boogie had a good preseason. Uh, it was looking good for him. One thing you can't one thing Boogie brings to the table, man, is that versatility, that inside outside flex. He can play three tech and he can play defensive end. He can play the five tech. Um and the guy's motor is always running, man. The guy's got he's got like, like those his feet, like his feet are always moving. He's all he's never given up on a play. Uh he's one of those see ball, go get ball type players. I love that guy. But um he's a giant now. Like Isaiah Hodgins and half the roster from last year that we didn't that we didn't keep. Um, but yeah, like you know what you know what I, I think got to me most about that deal, Whittle? A twenty twenty five pick swap, not even twenty twenty four. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was unbelievable. Uh, we got let, let's show we got we got a lot of we got a lot of we got a lot of ops in the building today. Oh, yeah, this is great. Thank you all for coming What's in. What's up, really Benny? Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all for coming through, man. Tail flight, hey, yeah. Like, hey, Benny. What's up, Benny? Tail flight. Oh, Benny take off. flight. Oh, my fault. My fault. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight. Don't get ner- Don't get nervous, man. Not yet. I know you see. I know you see these. I know you see these five letters, and don't get nervous, man. It, you got You got a little while longer to live. Don't worry. We're coming to town real soon. Um, got twelve days left. <laughs> but yes, twelve days left. But that that move. Of trading Boogie Basham opened up the door for a surprise 53 roster guy, Kingsley Jonathan. And we talked about this guy last year, Beyond. We talked about him in the spaces, right? I think that they are finally building a complimentary room. When they drafted, when they drafted uh Gregory Rousseau, and then they followed, I mean, not not Rousseau. They drafted AJ Epinesa. They came back the very next year. They got Boogie Basham. And I think that was the same year that they got uh didn't uh Boogie and isn't Boogie didn't Boogie and um Rousseau come in the same year? Yeah, they came the same I year. Believe they, so, they, yes. they were both in the same draft. So they were both in the mm-hmm. same draft, right? And um I, I just felt like it was a little overkill. Like I was like, why are we getting all these defensive ends? Or maybe we're trying to protect ourselves against you know one of these guys hitting and then they're you know, and then you know we don't we don't have them anymore, right? We don't have any more. They leave for free agency, whatever the whatever the deal was. I I just really wish I would have, you know, I I would really wish we would have gave we would have kept him and gave him another uh gave him gave him another shot, man, to to put some work in. And I thought we would have got a little bit more back for AJ, but um, Kingsley Jonathan, man, like you said, you brought up you brought him up, uh, kid from Syracuse, undrafted guy, uh. Speed, like we needed a speed rusher outside of Von Miller. We got a speed rusher outside of Von Miller. Kingsley Jonathan has real burst. Um, he's he's that bendy edge rusher that we need, and 
Um, I love it. I love it. Like I, I love the move. I love the fact that we give him an opportunity to uh, come in and make some things happen. He's going to definitely have an opportunity over the first over these uh, first four weeks of the season with, with, with Vaughn out on the pup. So let's see what he can do, man. Maybe he makes uh maybe he makes AJ up and that's um expendable. We got a comment. Absolutely. Oh, oh Randy. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. Uh where is it? Oh there we go. This is another surprise, right? Christian Benford name is C B two. Are you surprised how, how surprised are you? I'm super surprised. I thought it was I thought it should. I, I think it should be Kyrie Elam because I think he brings more to the table from a skill set standpoint. Like the guy's great and press man, um, fast. He's faster than Benford. Uh, he allows you to do more things. Like I think you can, you can really get into combo coverages when you have a guy like uh, Elam on the field because one, you can you can have man to man coverage on his side and then zone up everything else and then you can blitz right. So you can throw a bunch of different looks at an offense, and all of those different offense, all of those different looks are going to cause the quarterback to have to look and see. All right, I see man here. This is zone. Oh, and the blitz is coming. None of that is looking at the receivers or going through your progressions, trying to figure out what's going on. So I like I like to have that guy on the roster. But Benford came out and earned the job. Um, I, I I remember talking him up after the uh, Miami game. I thought before he hurt his hand at halftime, he had, he had Waddle and Alcatraz, man. I mean, Waddle, Waddle really couldn't do anything. So, you mm-hmm. know, kudos to him, man. The kid played well. Uh, he sticks his nose in there on defense. Uh, he sticks his nose in there against the run. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like the kid. Like, what, what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on it? Not as I mean, Benford. I, there's there's just a quiet confidence I have with Benford when he's on the field. I can't really describe it, you know, next as it owes as, as well as you can, Whittle. But right. yeah, as far as Kyrie Elam goes, I I do agree with you. I I hope that Elam takes this in in the way that would be beneficial for for him long term. I I don't think there's any reason for us to give up on Kyrie Elam yet. Right. You know, it, it, as far as an organization goes, he's got plenty of time. And he still may be worked in this year. It's like you said earlier about Von Miller, right? Von Miller being out the first four weeks hurts, but we're playing the long game, right? We're looking October, November, December. And maybe there maybe there's just some things Elam can work on or and you know you never know with injuries and, and all that. So just be ready and be prepared. And he can and I think he'll eventually show himself this season. So you can never have enough corners in this league. That's one thing I really do You're right. firmly believe in. We we found out last year our our depth was one of the best in the NFL and we were and our depth was still compromised. Uh Waddle getting a hundred in game four showtime, not if Benford's on the field. That ain't happening. Maybe take about I mean, fifty off that total. You know, now he's talking about the yards, like he's gonna count his steps. Yeah. He's counting his steps from the locker room <laughs> onto the field. So that's probably about thirty yards right there. Just you know, then you yeah. got warm ups. Pacing on the sidelines. So, yeah, he, he might get there, man. He might get there. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got a lot of chatter. We got a lot of chatter right here about. We do. Uh, it's great. Did you see that Waddle was part? Wait, what? Wait, do we have breaking news? Oh, could you imagine if we have breaking news on the podcast? Hold that on, man. Hold on. Yeah, okay. What? Well, Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, while we look this up. While, while I'm looking mm-hmm. this up, um, we got to show some love to Brandon Bean right now. I, like I think so. I think that Brandon Bean's come under a lot of fire for some of the misses in his uh, drafting over the last few years. Day two hasn't really been uh, great for him, but um, he has found he he has found some some pretty good gems in, on day three, and um, you know Ed Oliver can be viewed as a uh, you can be viewed. Ed Oliver can be viewed as a, uh, as, as a, as a. I don't want to say a bust, but it's kind of a bust. Like he was drafted top ten, and you know he he has not had top. He has not had top ten draft um, production on the field. So, I mean, it's cool. Uh, you know, he 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 hasn't done that well. Um, what's my man name? Uh, what's, what's my man name? We just were talking about Boogie Bashman. That's a day two guy. 
Uh, and then Kyrie Elam, like Kyrie Elam was another guy that we took him in the first round. Uh, not my first choice at corner. You know, I wanted, you know who I wanted. Um, oh, okay. So that's what it is. Y'all got me looking this stuff up, man. I'm trying to. I know. I was that. scurrying all over yeah, the place for this. Chad is jumping right now. Listen, so yeah. the Colts apparently asked for Waddle in the, in the, in the, uh, Jonathan wow. Taylor trade in Miami said, well, I'll, I'll just put this up here. That's what they Please say. Say right? thanks, but yeah. no thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I agree, man. Like a lot of what they do is based on those other two guys that uh that those two guys, Hill, Hill and Waddle, that they, they clear a lot of space so everybody else can get open. But anyway, showing some love to Brandon Bean. I love what Brandon Bean does on day three. I think he's found some gems, Matt Milano. Um, Dawson Knox was the fourth round pick. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, Dane Jackson, Demar Hamlin. Like these guys are all third. These are all third. These are all day three picks, right? These are all day three picks, and they are starters or key reserves on this team. I, you, you there's not I mean? a lot of GMs doing that, man. Yeah, I agree. You, you know what? It, the thing about this is, I mean, I just, it, just, I go through history just thinking about great GMs that did great jobs. I mean, I don't know why John Schneider from Seattle popped in my head, right? Remember, he won a Super Bowl in Seattle, built those Super Bowl teams. Then he traded for guys like Percy Harvin and Jimmy Graham. We're both bust trades, right? Right. Like two things could be equal. You could say Brandon Bean is doing an excellent job at being an NFL general manager, and he can also take an L on the Boogie Basham pick. And the trade. Two things can be equal, right? It doesn't have to be, oh, well, Brandon Bean missed on the Boogie Basher trade. So that means he's he's doing a terrible job. Absolutely not. Brandon Bean, you got to look at the, the total. Uh, our pal Kevin Massari had a good tweet this week about the percentage, I guess, where the Bills rank in terms of picking first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round. And we're 28th right. in the second round. But if you look at the rest of the rounds, like you said, the third, fourth, fifth, Six, I mean, really, Whittle, at the end of the day, does it matter if we get a great, excellent player in the fifth round or the second round? I'm looking at I'm looking at the whole package here, right? As right. long as we're getting a couple like, – like, look at our draft this year. If Dorian Williams, Osiris Torrance, and Dalton Kincaid all pop, I mean, not to disrespect the rest of the draft, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I mean, th- those, those three guys could be big impact players for us for the next five years under the rookie deal – or four to five years under the rookie deal. So that that's where my headspace is with that. So I agree. We need to applaud Bean. There's a lot of reasons. Just the spokesman he is for this 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 franchise whittle. I mean you see him on interviews with Pat McAfee and just how well he represents this this organization. Think about the turnaround. Think about the tweet that Ian Rappaport sent about the linebacker we signed, Christian Kirksey. Did you happen to catch that that tweet by any chance? No, I didn't. And I'm going to try to bring it up because, and and the reason I I probably should have had this ready, but he said, and I'm going to bring up what Christian Kirksley said. The last three words of his tweet said, he prioritized winning. And he's talking about the Buffalo Bills. That's an extension of Brandon Bean, right? Right there. Like he's, we have guys like him, like Puna Ford, guys that are saying, you know what? We're going to take some less money. We're going to, we're going to ride with you in Buffalo, right? Not Los Angeles, not Chicago, not Miami. Sorry, Showtime, right? Yeah, yeah. Buffalo, right? So it speaks to mm-hmm. to where I, I, I agree with you. I think we need to give Brandon Bean. It, it, I think this has been one of his most creative and fantastic jobs this offseason. Minus the Boogie Basham train aside, I think he's done a fantastic job this year. Yeah. Another thing I want to add to – Another feather in Brandon Bean's cap, and also Sean McDermott needs to be given some flowers on this as well. Is the addition of Aaron Cromer right? So the offensive line has been an issue for years now, and uh, they went out and got Aaron Cromer. And last year, uh, there were some rumblings about, well, Aaron Cromer didn't do anything. Offensive line still sucks, right? But then you see this year, right? Ryan Van Demart, who had an offseason with 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 Cromer last year. And had an offseason with Cromer this year and a full year of practice on a practice squad with them last year, right? Alec Anderson, another guy, full offseason with um 
with uh 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 with Aaron Cromer. And you're starting to see the turn. You're starting to see these guys get better. You're starting to see the dividends start to show, man. And and it's it's it, it honestly is awesome because if you're getting great value on day three, honestly, what they should do is just let me pick on day two. I won't I won't fail you. Let me pick. Let me draft the guys on day two. I I I'll take care of it. No no problem. Um, I I I, could, I think I could do a great job. I, that's just me though. But I, I do want to give Cromer and um, I want to give Cromer and Bean some love, man. Cromer Cromer has put his imprint on his offensive line so far. These guys are nasty uh, up front. They are looking to put people in the dirt, and I, I love every second of it. Um, but. Beyond, do you have anything else before I get into my little rant? Because I have a little rant coming up. I've been waiting for this rant for a while. So I, I don't want to take too, too much time, you know, away from it. But, you know, it's it's uh, it's been quite a week. I, I feel like, like you said, overall, just looking at what we did at middle linebacker, just looking at the offensive line, everything in particular, I just feel more more secure in this franchise in terms of their depth in, in terms of the options we have on both sides of the ball, the, the, the linebacker position is just going to take some time, right? We're right. going to, and considering we have a defensive minded coach, it's like what they, what the speaks Steve Spagnolo seems to do in Kansas city quite well. His team, his defense has evolved and he even did that with the giants, right? I expect us to do the same now with McDermott, right? The first four weeks, Maybe, you know, maybe we're going to see Dotson out there. We don't really want to, or, or maybe, you know, we're going to see some gaps and some, some breakdowns, but I do expect as the year goes on McDermott, it has a very exotic defense and, and a way of doing things. I do think it's going to show itself in a good way going forward. So just, just to kind of assess the whole week, I, I just feel more confident in, in a lot of our, our, our really our depth at this point, especially after cutting down to 53. And now I turn it to Whittle's Rant, sponsored by not the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> sponsored by nobody, right? <laughs> All right. This week, uh, you know, well, it was a few days ago. We talked about this, Beyond. Um, I went back and I finally pulled out the All-22 and I went through the Cincinnati Bengals and Buffalo game, right? I went through the game. And um, it was a difficult watch. It was a difficult thing to see. Um, there were a lot of plays that we that we uh, left on the field that should have been completions. Uh, and you know, it, it was it was a little disheartening. It was a little disheartening. But going through it with the all twenty two, the second time around. I started to see some things that made me really, really, really confident about the direction that this team is going in. Um, I saw on a touchdown to Jamar Chase, I saw Dean Marlowe, who is going to be on our practice squad, right? Um, mm-hmm. I saw Dean Marlowe. Um, I saw him. I saw him. You know, I saw him attack the flat when he should have. When he should have sank, sank in coverage and taken away that Jamar Chase uh, touchdown. You know, right across the middle of the field. Um, that upset me. That upset me. It bothered me a little bit. But I, I saw that for what it was. I saw it as a mistake and something that's easily correctable. And we corrected with twenty three. Micah Hyde is there. Micah Hyde doesn't make that mistake. Micah Hyde probably intercepts that football because Micah Hyde sits back and he sinks in coverage and he waits and he watches Joe Burrow and he says, I am going to pounce because Joe Burrow is under pressure and he sees Jamar Chase sitting in the the middle of the field wide open and that's a ball I could either get to or take away. Um, I saw the second touchdown that, that went to Hayden Hurst where Jordan Poirier had his eyes in the backfield and and just got beat. Uh, I think that's easily correctable. 
think Jordan Poy was hurt. I think Jordan Poy was trying to make a play, and he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing football where he trusted his teammates. Right? He didn't trust the other guys to take care of that screen pass that they faked. That they were faking, right? That they were they're faking like they were setting up. It was a great play call. Um, but you know, I'm 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 an accountant. I I have you know I have my day job. I have my kids. I have you know my my my, my lady. I have all of these different things going on. And I found time to go through these uh, this all twenty two and and see not not just the loss, but the underlining things within the loss. That made me that looked at that I saw and I said to myself, I said, you know what? We looked bad on the score, but in the game, there were areas, there were points in that game where it didn't have to be as bad as it was, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm able to do that, why can't the guys that are getting paid millions of dollars to talk football and analyze football? From these big networks, why can't they do the same thing? Now, maybe you want to say that I'm looking at it with my fan glasses on or whatever, and that's fine. You can say that, but the numbers do not lie. The Buffalo Bills are a top three offense, and we're not three. Okay, and we were a top three offense last year without being able to attack the middle of the field. We were a top three offense last year without. A, a solid slot receiver uh, option that we could trust. We were inconsistent with the amount of time that we ran the football and in the points of the game that we ran the football. And we were inconsistent with the play calling, right? We didn't like what the play calling was. Mm-hmm. So in addition to Spencer Brown's back injury, in addition to, um, in addition to Ryan Saffo, Saffo being absolutely terrible. Sorry. Like, he's an NFL player. Cool. You played terrible for the Buffalo Bills last year. And when we needed you most, you played terrible. It just is what it is. So if I'm able to turn on the film, right, the all 22 of my living room, and watch these things and go through and see, see the silver lining in areas where the Buffalo Bills – can improve with easy fixes. Why can't these guys that are getting paid that money just to sit home and talk sports? Why can't they get do the same thing? So the the bottom line is, if you think the Buffalo Bills are done, you're an idiot. Okay. In the words of Pierre Kingpin, remember who we have. We have seventeen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Top three quarterback in the league, and he's not three. Sorry, Cincinnati. Josh Allen's the second best quarterback in the NFL. And the moment he and the moment he raises the Lombardi trophy, the arguments start whether or not he's the best quarterback in the NFL. The moment he raises one, okay? The moment he raises one, he's the argument starts whether or not he's the best quarterback in the NFL. The offensive line that failed us last year, especially the interior offensive line. It's not that. It's not that anymore. Okay, Connor McGovern plus plus pass blocker, David Edwards plus run blocker out of from from the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams, uh, Osiris Torrance, arguably the best guard prospect in the draft this year. We got him in the second round at fifty nine. Okay, most of you teams had two shots at him and you let him pass. We got that guy. Right tackle Spencer Brown is healthy, and you go and watch the film yourself. He looks good. Everything outside of a speed rush, the man looks good. Okay? Go watch. Go watch the game. Oh, we lost out. Oh, we back. We back. We back. Go watch the Steelers game. Steelers, uh, not, mm-hmm. not, not, the, not the regular season game last year, the preseason game. Once you get past the point where the offensive line got bum-rushed and you see Dalton Kincaid, how effortlessly and smoothly he runs, he runs his routes across the middle, He's wide open against safeties. He's wide open against corners. I mean, he's wide open against linebackers and safeties. You understand that? The man plucks the ball out there. He doesn't drop anything. He had two drops. What, he had three drops in his college career? Three. Three drops. So, last year, so you mean to tell me the Buffalo Bills are done? I'm just, I, I haven't even touched. 
I haven't even touched the defensive side of the football. We're gonna get there in a second. But you telling me that last year the Buffalo Bills were a top three offense and they weren't three. And we couldn't attack the middle of the field because we didn't have a slot receiver. We had poor play from the right tackle. We had abysmal play from the right tackle and the left guard. Uh we had a ton of injuries. And, oh, and our quarterback, we had a rookie, we had a rookie uh play caller in Ken Dorsey. Oh, and our quarterback had a torn UCL after the Jets game, I believe it was week nine. So he played with a torn UCL for the rest of the year. And we were the second offense. We, we were the number two offense. We had Devin Singletary as a lead back. We had over 800 yards, and we were the number two offense in the league. So what did we do this offseason? We added Damian Harris. Two years ago, Damian Harris had like 15 touchdowns. Okay? That man is that man is six feet tall. That man is about almost six feet tall, about 215, 220 pounds, and he owns the division. He owns the division. Okay? James Cook is the feature back. James Cook is not a feature back. All right. The Jets know about James Cook because they got his big brother. They got his big brother Dalvin. We we got we got the young guy now. We got the young guy. We're gonna unleash him week one. That's coming soon. Um, Josh Allen is healthy. Stephon Diggs is healthy. Gabe Davis is healthy. Dawson Knox is healthy. Spencer Brown is healthy. And this is year two. This is year two of the play caller. You know what he's using? Pre-snap motion. What a beautiful he's using twelve person now. <laughs> so yeah, line your speed rusher up on the right side because you now line your speed. Because, well, let me cook. Let me cook. Beyond, I'm, I'm almost done. Listen, line rush up around. You think he, you got he it, can't man. deal with? We'll just ship him with Dawson Knox. That's it. We'll just ship him with Dawson Knox, baby. That's it. Now what? Let's go to the defensive side of the football. Trey White coming back from the ACL injury. I didn't love it. He didn't look great. Von Miller went down in, in, against the uh, the Lions. Pass rush went from top went from went from eleventh in the league to bottom to 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 the bottom five of the league. Right? That's what happened. Okay. We had poor interior. We had poor interior defensive line play. Once we got rid. Once once Daquan Jones went down. Jordan Phillips went down. We really didn't have anything left, man. I mean, we had a couple of undrafted guys from the practice squad. We had Tim Settle, who was dealing with injuries all season. What happened, though? We went out and got Puna Ford. Jordan Phillips is back. Jordan Phillips is healthy. He's practicing. Daquan Jones is back. Ed Oliver's re-signed. And, oh, by the way, the insurance policy, just in case Von Miller can't go week one, which he can't right now, and we brought in Leonard Floyd, 29 and a half sacks. Over the last three years, you can say what you want. Well, he was lined up next to uh, uh, Aaron Donald. Oh my God, what is he going to do now? Last year, Aaron Donald missed. Last year, Aaron Donald missed seven games, and most of the games he played, and he left early for injury. So the man can produce. Boogie Basham, uh, not Boogie Basham. I'm sorry, Gregory Rousseau had eight sacks last year. And he was the only pass rusher on the Buffalo Bills whose whose pressure rate improved that uh, improved after Von Miller left. So let's talk about the, the other areas, right? Kyrie Ewing, Dane Jackson is healthy. Christian Benford is healthy. Ain't no more broken hand now. Miami, hello. Christian Benford is healthy. You will see him week four. You will see Kyrie Elam. Remember that first half of game one? When you when 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 Hill and Waddle couldn't do anything, had them boys in the seatbelt, both of them. Tyreek Hill in the seatbelt and Jalen Waddle in the car seat, strapped in, locked up. Both of them. Not both of them, both of them locked up. And Jamarcus Ingram is on the practice squad. You're not going up against those guys now. You're going up against bona fide starters. We it's not a situation now where you're dealing with no Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Our guys are back. Okay? By the end of this year, you're looking at the Buffalo Bills with a top five secondary in the NFL. Point blank, period. Trey White's going to be back to what he was. Okay? We we got three all-pros sitting back there, baby. Three all-pros. Trey White, two-time. 
Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Oh, and we're gonna have the most, and we're gonna have a comeback player of the year as well. And in, in, in my man Hamlin, Hamlin made the 53, he earned it too. Cam Lewis is coming back, that's a depth piece. Boy can play the slot, boy can play safety, he plays special teams, he's, he's everywhere. We added the, the areas where we lacked, where, where we lacked, we improved. Deontay Hardy is the improvement for Isaiah McKenzie. Trent Sherfield is the improvement for uh what what was touchdown Jesus uh for touchdown Jesus Kumro those are the improvements yes cool Kumro <laughs> those are the improvements where where oh Randy I'm on that baby don't worry about it y'all know about Taron Johnson Taron Johnson stick his nose in there on the run and Taron Johnson to pick, take that ball away and run it back for six. Don't play with us. Don't play with us. I had the pleasure of listening to I had the pleasure of listening to uh Chris Sims and and and, and Mike Florio today tell 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 their audience that the Buffalo Bills are going to finish at best third in the AFC East this year. Third. Huh? Third. Where? Like what did these teams do? To, what did these teams do to improve themselves past the Buffalo Bills? Now Miami, I like Miami. Miami's a nice team. They they can do. They they're very flashy. They got the nice, pretty teal uniforms. They play. They play in the uh, easy bake oven of a stadium. We got that. We got all that. We understand that. We understand that. But at the end of the day, they still can't attack the middle of the field. They still don't have a. They still don't have a pass rush up the middle. Oh, when they overpaid for Bradley Chubb. I'm not worried about y'all. I'm not worried about y'all. Okay? I want y'all to pin this. I'm not worried about Miami. Y'all can't win the division. You're not good enough. Sorry. You're not good enough. I like your wide receivers. They're cool. You needed a tight end. You didn't get one. You needed to make additions on your offensive line. You didn't do that. You needed to make additions in your secondary. You drafted Cam Smith, who I like. Kansas, I like. I like him. Cam Smith coming out of college, coming out of yeah. college, coming out of uh, South Carolina, but he hasn't looked good. He hasn't looked good in the preseason. These are just the facts. You went out and spent all this money on Jalen Ramsey, a guy who you know we we took turns on last year, and he's hurt already. Y'all was worried about Trey White. Trey White's playing. He'll be there week one. On to the Jets. Y'all brought in Aaron Rodgers. Cool. We like it, man. You brought in Dalvin Cook. Great. You got you got you got the reigning MVP. You got the reigning uh, rookie of the year on, on offense and defense. Awesome. Got a great defensive line. Love it. Love it. You always play as tough. We love that too. We love it. But what you don't have are safeties. What you don't have are linebackers that can do anything with wide receiver three, four, and tight end two. Nothing. Y'all don't have nothing for them. Nothing. Elwin, on the offensive side of the football, y'all are depending on a 38-year-old left tackle. You're depending on a right tackle who's played probably as many football games as, as Kingsley Jonathan. And, he, and you drafted Makai Becton in the first round. Aaron Rodgers is 40 years old. He is not Tom Brady. And Miko Hardman is not Tyreek Hill. Okay? You brought a bunch of guys in who I like as individual players, but I can't see it, man. I don't see y'all getting us, bro. Not week one. You got too many moving parts. Y'all on hard knocks. Y'all doing this. Y'all doing that. Yeah, y'all looking good in the streets right now. I'm going to tell y'all, just like I told one of y'all fans earlier today. Y'all are the talk of the town right now. And in 1974, George Foreman was the talk of the town. Until he went to Zaire and ran up against that old dog. Yeah. Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Sting 
like a bee. We come in week one. You understand me? We're coming week one. So good luck to the rest of the league, man. Good luck to the teams. Y'all had a great chance, man. When we didn't have a middle linebacker and we didn't have a right tackle, y'all had a great chance. We got all that now. There's no excuses. It's Super Bowl or bust for us. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl or bust. But anyway, I'm going to cut that little, I'm going to cut that off right there, man. Um, and I'm going to go right into what we got popping off for next week. Next week, mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody that's here right now. Um, please, please, please share this, share the pod with, with, with your friends and your family and your Bills fans. Even if you're not a Bills fan, man, we we I, I we talk about other teams. Like we had we had the Colt, we had we had representation from the Colts in here, we have representation from the Steelers in here. Yo, man, we're we gonna do it big this year, but next week, we got a big show next week. Big, 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 big show next week. Okay. I need everybody, everybody here next week. Next week, we are previewing week one with the Jets. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are going to bring in the four horsemen, the Buffalo Bills, Twitter four horsemen. We're going to bring them in. I can't guarantee that all four will be here, but we are definitely going to bring a few of them in here. We are bringing in Petey Pablo, Jets, uh, the, the face of Jets Twitter. You know what I'm saying? He, they call they call Petey Pablo the Dilf. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's my guy. I love Petey to death. Yeah, man, yep. we got Petey. So we got Petey, He's the best. Petey yeah. coming in. Yeah, Petey's the best. Mm-hmm. We got him coming yeah. in next week. We got Damian Woody coming in to uh, next week. Former uh, offensive lineman for the New York Jets and the Super Bowl champion uh, New England Patriots. He is currently now an ESPN analyst. Uh, Damian Woody is a great great dude. He, he comes into these. Twitter spaces with us, talks trash with us, man, chops it us, chops it up with us. Uh, family man, great guy. Um, he'll be in here next week as well. I am still confirming two other potential guests. Um, I did get a, I did get a verbal, well, not a verbal, but like a, a written yes from uh, John Fina, uh, former uh, offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills. So I'm still working that out with uh with Fina to see if he can, he's gonna be able to make it during the showtime. Mm-hmm. And then um I'm working on a current current Buffalo Bills player. Um I, I talked to I talked to my contact who 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 has contact with him and um I got the okay, but I don't want to put it out there until I get the guarantee, like yes, this is definitely going mm-hmm. down. So Tune in, tune in for sure next Wednesday, man. We are definitely gonna um we're gonna have a two hour show. It's gonna be a well, maybe not two full two hours, but it's definitely gonna be a little longer than 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 the hour that we shoot for now, uh, because we got a lot of big, we got a lot of guests coming in. Um, and listen, you know, uh, I'm also gonna be doing a little bit more content on this on this uh channel. Um, I'm I'm gonna have some other guests uh discuss some things. Uh, I got to talk to a uh, former cornerback for um, former defensive, uh, former NFL defensive back. I'm, I'm I'm trying to confirm him as well to come in, not for not for the show next week, but for a show like later on, either this week or sometime this weekend. where we're going to sit down and we're going to break down some film on Kaya Elam and talk about, uh, you know, different things. It's going to be a high level conversation. So if you want to come in and learn about, um, what it is to play cornerback in college and in the NFL. If you want to learn what it is, the di- like the differences in zone and and man to man coverage and, and what's important, keys and checks, different things like that. Like we're gonna do something big with that. Uh, so yeah, tune in, man. Like please like, comment, subscribe, hit the little uh, bell. You know, so you know when we dropping content. Um, we're moving. I got some. We got some things in the works. We got a song uh getting we got a song getting made for us uh in, in over the next couple of couple of weeks. Uh we got a uh we got a guy we got a guy uh working on it right now. Um uh, my man shout out to Don Brown. Uh, go check his go check his music out, Don Brown. Like he the best rapper you never heard of. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. We got bars. Um yeah, and we working, man. We working. We gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna change some things around. Um with the with the intro, once we get the song, uh, yeah, man, like we working, man. We trying to we trying to put a nice product together for y'all. So uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. 
Um, beyond, thank you again, man. I couldn't do this without you. You know, I think you know, it's a good I, that that rant was one for the ages, and I'm just all I'm digesting it and enjoying every minute of it. So, yeah, just to reiterate what Will said, everyone in that chat, that chat was amazing tonight. Thank you all. It, it was it was lively. It felt like we had a space within the show, so it was wonderful. So, thank you, everyone. Yeah, man. So, um, we're getting ready to sign off, man. And 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 listen, uh, again, I, I just want to thank everybody. Like, I appreciate. We cannot do this without y'all. We can't do this without y'all support. I appreciate every single one of y'all that decide to tune in and decide to show support and 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 chill with us just for a little bit, of, just for an hour, man. Even if you're not listening to it live and you listen to it on the playback. Man, thank you for tuning in. Like, you could do a ton of things with your time, bro. A ton of things with your time. And you chose to spend and you chose to spend it with us, man. So we appreciate it. We love y'all. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. We're gonna keep trying to bring y'all great content. And um only way to end this, man, is go bills. Go bills. So go bills. Go bills. Have a good one, everybody. See you good soon. night. Good night.